Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Steve's here. How are you doing, Steve? I'm all right. How are you? You're all right, pal. I'm all yeah. right, mate. I'm all right. It's behind us, son. What happens know, tomorrow? Was, yeah. Well, the kids go back to school. That's what happens tomorrow, don't they? School's back oh, on for summer. That last week was the killer, wasn't it? It's like the end of a marathon. I felt like I'd hit in a wall. A wall of phonics. Can you spot the diagraph? Two letters, one sound. I know. You teach him to read and write. Yeah, I am going to go in tomorrow morning at quarter past seven. (laughs) <laughs> An hour and a half before the kids need to be there, and I'm going to applaud every teacher in as we yeah, come in. I'm just gonna, with one hand, though, because I'll, I'll have a glass of champagne in the other one. But just, <laughs> yeah, I'll just clap on my champagne. chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, you're great work. Thanks. You're great. You guys are oh. just great. I mean, I tell you what's going to be funny the next parent teacher meetings. Yeah. Are when they, they happen again. <laughs> Going to pop around an arrow. Well, to be honest with you, this term, yeah, um, he's been pretty good actually. Uh, He's really, he's fallen behind slightly. I don't know why that is. There's going to be moments in future parent teacher meetings where, because you know that that weird thing that happened in the 80s, right? Pre 80s, this never happened, right? Up to about 1984, if you came home and said you were in trouble at school, Mm. you would then be in trouble at home. Yeah. That's what yeah, happened when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mid-80s, it changed, I think. There was a moment where parents then, like in the 90s, something changed in the atmosphere where you came home and said, I've been in trouble at school, and your parent would come into school to tell the teacher off for telling you off. Yeah, something happened there, weird, didn't it? Something weird happened where we got overprotective about our kids, right? And now there'll be a moment where you go into a parent-teacher meeting and the teacher will say, look, young Jeffrey." Uh, he's not been concentrating this term, and uh, he's not been he's not been quite good enough. And the parent it's will called, go it's called Jeffrey. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> he's five years old. And he's called Jeffrey. I mean, somebody's to blame I here. See, I can see that happening. To be fair, that is yeah. a total hipster name. Big rainbow fan. And the parent, yeah. the, the parent will go. Well, you need to. That can't be him. It must be you. You need to sort it out. Yeah, you're fine and with the me. Teacher now can one hundred percent go. Do you want to do it? Do you want, to, do you want to have a go yourself? Hey, let's calm down, right? Let's not start. Let's not. Let's <laughs> do you not want escalate the situation. No, let's do not. Do you want to do the homeschooling again? No, I'm fine. Let's not escalate right. this right now. I'll tell you Whatever what. You what you say keep is your good. mouth shut, okay? okay? Keep your mouth right. shut. I've got 30 kids in this class. All right. Your Jeffrey's just one of them. I think you okay? need to keep a lid on your temper because I'm worried about sending yeah. my kids to the school now. Yeah. All right. What are you going to do? Homeschool them? Huh? Uh, no, huh? I said that. Let's, let's all just yeah, calm exactly. down, right? Exactly. You named him Jeffrey. That was your problem. <laughs> I'm dealing with 30 children that I don't even love. Okay? Mm. I don't even like some of them. I won't tell no. you which ones, but... You and me both. I th- I th- <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to them parent-teacher meetings when <laughs> teachers are absolutely ballsy as hell. So yeah. confident. <laughs> but at the same time, we'll be able to go. Oh, it's fine because he was, he was really good on his phonics when I was doing it. I don't always <laughs> slip behind it. Do you think, do you that, think that any parent would have the gumption to do that? <laughs> I, might just, I might just give it a try. See what happens. <laughs> just try it. Oh really? Because when I was teaching him, oh right. god, he's reading all sentences. Smug. 
How smug some of those uh, parents are going to be when they go in. Oh, God. I pray for you, teachers, but thank you. Best of luck tomorrow, and thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. We've not really spoke this week, have we? But no, we're very no, busy. Um, we did uh, we did have a live chat when I first. So uh, let me let me put people in the picture. Oh, Last yeah. week we talked about the Hotel Chocolat uh, Velvetizer. Yeah, uh, this is like a hot chocolate maker. It's just for hot chocolate, right? My wife got one. Um, I was extolling the virtues. That's what it was. Steve, it, really? you are. Uh, in, like one of those influencers now. I think. Well, yeah, we've we pushed it forward. I'm going to give the credit of the influencer to my wife because she was the one who. Mm. I, mean, I mean, nobody's I, online. She, I'm not not discrediting your wife, but yeah. what I'm saying is, I got people say, "I've heard you two talking about it, and I bought one." That's how. Uh, yeah. Well, that's how influencers. We're, we're all influencers. <gasps> yeah, the th- together we are an influencer. Mm. Um, that's. I just never even thought we were influencers. But what I realised was. The people that listen to this show can only be influenced about certain things. Mm, yeah. And one of them is... It's hot chocolate. Hot chocolate, yeah, hot chocolate. Now, yeah. as luck would have it, Steve, one of the fans of the show is a fella called Angus. He's only the CEO of Hotel Chocolat. Oh, this is this gets better. He's, I presume that's his name, he's Angus Chocolat. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, he got in touch uh, to say, thanks for talking about our uh, products on your show, and uh, he only sent us one. So we're velvetising together now. Yes. So me and Steve did a live velvetizer just on the phone with each other. Steve talked yeah. me through it. It's not actually yeah. that difficult. Um, and uh, I had my first you, taste on the phone. You couldn't to you, wait, could you? you were I like, could not How wait. Does it take? And I was like, it's about two and a half minutes. Just, just chill. Just chill, man. Yeah. <laughs> I had. Uh, I went straight in with it. I went for a chocolate orange one. I think first one I had. Did you straight yeah. in with chocolate orange? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I went straight in chocolate orange, um, and I made a couple for the kids. One of my daughters said it was a bit rich for her, which is fair enough, because, mm. you know, if you're 11, and then you're suddenly given 70% well, yeah, I wouldn't chocolate. waste the sachets on an 11-year-old. Just put a, No, I, I'm going to go back to the Cadbury powder, yeah, I think, for that. they won't know. It'll, have, it'll still have they don't know it. It'll still be velvetised a bit, won't it? Exactly, they don't know. Um, but pretty impressive, pretty impressive, mm. I've got to say. Um, so, uh, and I know a lot of people uh, got in touch on social media to say, I've just got one as well because we were talking well, about it. The thing it. is, because we're not leaving our houses, the, this mm. is a perfect thing because it's, it's... Exactly. That's what else you're going to spend your money on right now. Exactly. You want, exactly. You want a little lot of chocolate, a bit of comfort home. That's where we're trapped, yeah. so... They yeah. also sent a few, uh, uh, and I sent you some, didn't I? Some of the biscuits mm. that come with it. Biscuits of what the, the gods, they're called, aren't they? Mate. Yeah, I, they are, mate. It's not what even is an going on there? <laughs> what is yeah. going on there? Unbelievable. Mm. Mm. I mean, I feel like this has been a big advert for them, but that's not... This is just genuinely what me and Steve think. If it so, were rubbish, uh, we'd tell you. Unrelated subject, how's your my fitness pal going? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what I realise uh, with weight it's loss... It's biscuits is, of the gods in there. <laughs> they are in there. Yeah, they're all. everything's in there, mate. Everything is in there. Um, I just put everything in. I'm just very honest with my fitness pal. No pal of mine. Yeah. Um, and Do you think he's going to let you, know, you off for that? being honest? <laughs> is, that what, is that what you're hoping well, for? Mate, don't more... turn on me. I've been honest from when I had those wine gums last week. I even put every single one in, mate. I thought me and you were pals. I've confided in you. But, you know, you're just giving him more ammo to come back at you. And go, Look. No, what, 
It's a, it's a simple game of math, Steve. That's what I've mm. worked out over the last... I've realised, I posted it the other day. I've gone mm. from 17-6 on New Year's Day and, I, yeah. and I'm just dipped under 16 stone. I'm 15-13 now, right? Okay, good. And... And it's it's math, Steve. I've worked after all these years of all the crazy diets, all the fads, all the you know everything. I've worked yeah. out it's just a, it is a essentially a simple equation of energy in versus energy out. Yeah, minus the biscuits and plus running. Yeah, walking. if some of that energy in is biscuits, then so be it. You have to take it off something else later on. It's not just that. Don't get me wrong. I don't want anyone following the Jason Manford diet. It's mm. not all calories are not equal. <laughs> no. But um yeah, so it's uh so I have treated myself. I've had two actually in a week, which I think is pretty I think that's yeah. pretty good for me because I'd nail one every meal if I could. <laughs> old old Jason. You know me, yeah. so I'm a I'm a hot chocolate guy. Yeah. Well yeah, well I'm a hot chocolate guy now. We're all, We're all, both all hot, hot chocolate guys. guys. <laughs> We're all hot chocolate guys. All hot chocolate guys. Jason Manford. I did an actual gig the other night, Steve. Did you? A proper gig? A real-life gig at a real-life comedy club with a real-life crowd. Where was this? I, did, I missed this. Because I don't care about the rules, mate. Oh, okay. I don't care about the rules. Whatever, Boris, I will do what I want when I want. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Daily Mail. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was very strict. Uh, it was a comedy gig for the BBC. It's actually on tonight, on the telly tonight. It's called uh, Funny Festival Live. Mm. And we did it at the Banana Cabaret in Ballum. Oh, yeah. And it was like, crikey, it was like, you know, one of them, test the day before, two days before a test, the day before a test, turned up, there's a truck outside, had to do a test, then isolate for an hour in a hotel room um, until you get your results. Then you're allowed in the venue. And so everybody in the venue... Yeah. Had been tested, bubbled. They're all in the they're bubble. Yes, they're all in, they're all in a bubble. Yeah, mm. uh, the crowd weren't a real crowd. To be fair, they were um, production staff who worked for Phil McIntyre, who made the show. So they'd all um, been through the same testing process. So yeah, and there was twenty five of them. To be fair to them, I think we were, we even though it's show one going out, it was like show four record, and those poor guys were knackered. Yeah, they were laughed out, and they were all like twenty three as well. So they're like millennials just staring at me like. Yeah. You know. I don't know what this is. Yeah. Uh, is but what they, thing? <laughs> they had um, 1,200 people at home, watching at home. Oh, so okay. we got that laughter in. Oh, that's nice. It was lovely, actually. A round of applause, lights, a microphone. Like, oh, it was so nice. So, yeah, so they managed to do, um, you know, with uh, all the protocols and all that, and they made it. And it's on BBC Two tonight, and I'm on with uh, Judy Love, uh, uh, Toussaint um, Douglas, and uh, Jade Adams. And uh, later on, we're going to be speaking to Zoe Lyons as well, who, who's also recorded one. So, yeah, but it was nice getting back. I was actually the most nervous I've been. Mm. I, you know, and I'm like, not showing off, but I've played some big gigs, Steve. I know, but the, when you, you know, have time off, when you... But, oh, my God, know, yeah. The gaps. But then I... But I also realised the audience have also had time off, haven't they? Yeah. I'm surprised some of them were facing the right way, to be honest. Well, a lot of them, have you know just because I mean? there's nothing being made, they've been watching stuff from the 70s, so they probably thought, well, it's a bit tame, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Do some accents! <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was, um, it, was, oh, it was great. It was great. So that's on tonight. Make sure you give that a watch and... Uh, 
it was what what was odd though, and I'll, I'll let you in on a secret, right? So. Uh, I'm sure you probably worked it out, but when you do a live at the Apollo or, or one of those shows, you are you're off a mid tour, so you've got an hour, an hour and a half of material to sort of pick twenty minutes from. Yeah, you then get your twenty minutes, and you I'll I'd go to the comedy store or the Frog and Bucket or um, you know uh, whatever, just a comedy club, Hot Water in Liverpool, and I would turn up and I would do two weeks pretty much of of twenty minute gigs. Yeah, and I'd build it up, and I'd build it up, and I and I'd, and I'd record it, and I'd listen to it the next day, and I'd rewrite it, and then by the time I get on live at the Apollo, I am match fit, and yeah. I'm and I know what I'm doing is funny, you know what I mean? I know it's there, but this was uh, write some jokes over a weekend, test them out in front of my wife, who don't find me funny anyway, yeah, yeah, and then do it off crowd, <laughs> yeah, and then do it on the telly, so. Wow. It in was front pretty, of a really tired crew. In front of a knackered crew <laughs> <laughs> and people on watching on Zoom. So, yeah, <laughs> it's very difficult. So uh, do bear that in mind when you're watching I, it tonight. I'll have a watch tonight. I'll have a watch. <laughs> yeah, I bet you will now. <laughs> yeah, don't start heckling me, though, on text. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's that joke. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Hey, Steve, right? So, uh, you know, I talked about my driveway last week. Yes, yeah. Oh, they nailed it. A week it took them. Yeah. All and it's done a now. Big old driveway. I mean, it's not yeah. one of them, like, you can't, like, it's not like a, from a horror film where you're driving up it for ages. What you is it? Was it like it's tarmac or was it like those bricks that are. It was in? tarmac. Yeah. Yeah, so it was tarmac and they d- dug all that up and then they, you know, done up, done whatever they do. I don't know what they do. Uh, and now it's got bricks on it. Um, okay. Paving, so it's eleven thousand two hundred and twenty-four bricks. Imagine I asked them. They came in packs of eleven thousand two hundred and twenty. You'd be livid, wouldn't you? Livid, livid. <laughs> um, but yeah, they did that. Six days it took them, and um, we've had lots of people because they do that thing, don't they, where they leave their sign out the front for oh, a bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lots of people, but on the WhatsApp group, who did you drive, Jason? Lots of people admiring the drive. Mm. And uh, yeah, the only thing is, right, and this happens a lot when you're doing. Uh, building work but at some point in it they want cash oh yeah yeah I remember this it's so yeah. weird isn't it you know because you're sort of so used to just paying everything for the bank right um, yeah, it's bank transfer isn't it just to that yeah as, as like, we go. and then and then like I don't want to go into numbers here but it was a big but amount it's for materials <laughs> isn't it they always go it's for materials materials yeah it's for materials yeah. he went, and he said and he said it literally on the Thursday they were finishing Friday he went I couldn't get 11 grand in cash I was like what? what eleven thousand pounds in what? cash? You could charge the aeroplane again. No, well, that's the thing, isn't it? I seem to remember when we had ours. If it's anything over like two grand, the bank is like, "What's this for?" And you're like, "We, yeah, oh, don't say drug running, don't say money laundering." <laughs> it's we for... live, <laughs> and we live in a little village, right? It was, mm. it was a little bank in the corner. So, uh, firstly, you got to go into the bank with a mask on and say, "Give us your money. Give me my money." Yeah. Give me my money that now. That felt weird. Yeah. Yeah, very, yeah. So I had to ring up ahead. I said, oh, what's... I said, how much money can... <laughs> how much money is have you like got in the bank? It's like a week, isn't it? You have to wait like four days or something, Oh, you've got to put... Anyway, thankfully, in the bank, they that's all they had. So I asked, they said, get here at the end of the day and you can have whatever's left in the vault sort of thing. <laughs> Did they have to give it in like 10 P's and stuff, the last, last grand? <laughs> <laughs> but you have to go through the like fraud questions, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to be here. Did you feel like you were do. doing something wrong? You know, when, like, yeah. You, even though you haven't, when you get asked like questions like that, you think, you just get shifty, even though you haven't done I know. anything. 
And he goes, um, I went to the bank there, the woman says, uh, I just need to ask you these questions, Mr Manford. I said, yeah, mm-hmm. fire away, don't go for it. She said, um, has uh, anybody put you under pressure to take this money out? I thought, well, yeah, yeah, they <laughs> have actually. a little bit, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to say yes to that one, yeah. I'm going to say yeah, actually. I, on I a scale of one to pressure. ten, I'd say about nine. <laughs> So, yeah, to, like, pass a test. How anyone frauds anyone, I do not know. Because just trying to get your own money out of the bank is well, an also, like you said, they, they don't have a lot in there, in the vaults. So, like, when people rob no. banks, they only get about six grand because they haven't... Yeah. They haven't, you now, haven't ordered there, it, have you? No, <laughs> what exactly, a proper yeah. bank robber should do, would ring up and go, I need to take 40 <laughs> grand out tomorrow. Can you have it in? And, yeah, we'll be ready by Friday. Brilliant. And then rob the bank on the Friday. Because then you then know they've got it. 40 That's- grand. Get your bank robber top tips here <laughs> on Absolute Radio. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Over the next couple of hours, uh, there's a couple of things we're going to do. We're going to start a new competition, Steve. Yes. With such lovely feedback uh, a few weeks back when we had uh, comedian and author C.K. McDonnell on plugging his book, The Stranger Times. Uh, we looked at some weird and wonderful stories from around the world. We're turning that into a game, Steve. Yes. I'm ready for yeah, this game. So it's me versus you, son. Okay. As it yeah. always was. As it always <laughs> should be. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lose it like that time we were playing FIFA though and you punched me. Remember? Mate, that was 16 <laughs> years ago. Still happened though, didn't it? It was an accident. <laughs> Go on, you tell people what happened. Uh, I was beating you. You got dismayed. That's the babe. I can't remember that bit, but okay. <laughs> And then you just got up and just sort of smacked me in the face. Did that happen? <laughs> did not. My nose was bleeding, wasn't it? Did not happen. My nose was bleeding, wasn't it? Was it your nose... Yeah. Or your what lip. do you mean? Does it matter? What? Oh, no, it was, I think it was your eye or your lip. It doesn't matter, does <laughs> okay. it? Okay. All right. That is not the thing that happened. Right. I'll tell you what happened. What really happened? Okay. Go on. We were in the middle of a game. We were sat next to each other in a little living room in uh, Levenshoe, Manchester. Levenshoe, 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 wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And you were uh, you 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 were winning, mm. right? Fine. Two 0 up, and then you scored your keeper comes out and you pass it past him and then someone else runs in and scores it's an horrible goal to score yeah. especially when you tune it up anyway I was dismayed that was the exact phrase I used and Steve has used it against me ever since in cards in texts in conversations in best man speeches and he and I sort of went I sort of flounced a little bit I went oh yeah flounced it was a, did you like go to throw your controller no I didn't like go to flounced. throw my controller I, I'm, I trying just, to, I'm trying to give I you an moved, excuse why your hand was at such I, a level that VAR would have sent you straight I moved my hand up in a, a sharp, uh, you know, motion, and it clonked on your conk, and uh, uh, and and, and, your, and a little, t- like a tiny bit of blood came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's two different sides. I remember the story. I just remember you. Yeah, exactly. My side, your side, and the pick, truth. You picked mate. the telly up. You threw the telly down. You said, <laughs> "I don't like losing. I am rage." And then he just smacked me. That's, how, that's the way I remember it. But anyway. Still friends yeah. though, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Last week on the show, um, I told you about my um, fairly disgusting mistake uh, where I'd been eating sausage samples. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. uh, from the local weren't. cafe. Yeah. Turns they, out weren't. they weren't. Uh, for humans, 
They were for the... They weren't for human consumption. They were normal sausages, to be fair. I think few people on social media thought I was eating dog sausages. They, Shaped like a bone. I don't think... Yeah, is there anything? Is there any such thing as a dog sausage? A sausage is for all of us. Yeah, they, they've got the better stomachs that... if it's gone out of date. Maybe, maybe that's why yeah, they're on but... this. If they were good working sausages, surely they would have just put them in a sandwich and sold them. But they've obviously gone. These are a little bit past the date. Let's maybe, just give them maybe. to the dogs. I don't know. And you've gone. People have free sausages. I've gone free sausages. Right uh, in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> I've gone hmm. finger food. <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, I sometimes forget some, obviously, because I'm talking to you as well. Mm. I do sometimes forget that um, this goes out across the world and lots of people are listening to it. And obviously, sometimes it works out for us, i.e., Hotel Chocolat CEO is a big fan. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it doesn't work out, Steve. And this morning, I walked past the cafe um, and I've not been in since. Embarrassed busy. or just just been busy? Bit of both. Bit of both, Steve. <laughs> yeah. I felt like everyone was looking at me yeah. as I walked past. And Especially the dogs. The dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He there he is. That's the one who had my dinner. Anyway, the sausages now are still there, yeah. but there's now a sign, Steve. Oh, no. They've not put, like, put a laminated sign on there. It's not That's laminated. It's just been written. It says, please don't take doggy sausages. It makes them very sad. If you're really hungry... We have human treats. Thank you. Oh, you've made the doggy sad. I don't care. I'm a cat guy now. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm a cat you are, guy. You know, I don't yeah. care about dogs anymore. I'll eat their sausages all day long. And if there's any dogs listening, I don't care, mate. I don't, I'll eat your sausages right in front of your little face. One of them is just on a play bow now, really sad. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you happy you with that, are you? Yeah, I'm more than happy, mate, because I'm a cat guy. And I'm a sausage guy. <laughs> So when you in your my fitness pal, did you have to mm-hmm. go back in and change sausages to dog sausages? No, because they're not dog sausages. They're just, just normal sausages for dogs. No, they're more calorific if they're slightly out of date or harder to break down or something. No, if anything, maybe it's better for you. Better for you because you were uh, yeah, yeah out exactly. Of the side, don't you? Here we go. <laughs> That's me. That's the secret. Uh, so yeah, so I did think. Oh gosh, that was slightly embarrassing. I don't know if I can go back in that cafe ever again. But um, no, you definitely can't. No, no, definitely. I'm, I'm, my name is Mud in the dog community of, oh, of, uh, of my village. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, my yeah. God. On the dog yeah. WhatsApp. Yeah, the dog WhatsApp group. <laughs> yeah, they're all... Oh, furious with you. Absolutely furious. Oh, they are well kicking off. Absolutely kicking off. I can't, I've can't. i got to go to the vets tomorrow. I'm dreading it. Well, for the cats, not, for, ring me. A, ring <laughs> not for me. Yeah, because <laughs> you've been eating <laughs> the sausages. Just see if they've got any more sausages. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, but I have asked on social media about slightly disgusting mistakes. I feel like I'm oh, not yeah. the only person oh. who's ever eaten something. Yeah, that maybe you shouldn't have ate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I got a message from uh, Paul who said uh, he saw a a white uh, chocolate button on the side, just okay. just on the side of a counter in his house. I was right. like, mm, I like them. Did Picked you make it that up. noise? You went, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I like them. Popped in his mouth. After chewing, realised it was a bit of candle wax. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, <laughs> but the fact that it was under a candle wasn't that didn't wasn't a red flag for him. <laughs> Penny Foster says uh, a friend of mine was in India. They ate at a restaurant, and on the way out, she grabbed a toothpick to uh, get rid of some of the excess food. She didn't realise she'd taken it from the used pile. 
<laughs> because people That's who, dog sausages. Yeah, I, I, I'm not really a toothpick guy, but people who are toothpick people, they really mm. get in there, don't they? They know where, they know yeah. how to handle that machine. Oh, there is. So the idea <laughs> yeah, exactly. that they only discard it when they really had a good route around. So, mm. I mean, so, I am a toothpick guy. You got your own? Um, do, you have, do you have one on you? No, I'm not one of them. But I do like. Yeah. A, I do well, like you're not a toothpick guy, guy, then. You've got. I know. Oh, I see. Guys, you think this... They've got them they've on. They've got them. their own toothpick. Yeah, I know toothpick guys who've got toothpicks on them. Oh no, yeah. I'm not, maybe I'm not a toothpick. I, mean, I thought I was. I'm asked to be a chess guy, <laughs> a gym guy. Didn't realise I was not a toothpick guy. No. Uh, Dan Chandler says, uh, as a kid, my mum handed me and a mate a bag of nuts. We sat and polished them off to then be told they were for the birds. I mean, that's not as bad, is it? At least they're still nuts. Nuts is nuts, you isn't it? I mean, that should be it's an not advertising like that old... campaign. Nuts is nuts. Nuts is It's uh, like that old joke, isn't it? The fellow who goes to see his granddad at the hospital. What with his, the, the grapes? Yeah, and he's, he's no with the with the nuts, and his granddad's fast asleep, and he so he polishes off the nuts, and then when his granddad wakes up, he says, "Oh, sorry, granddad, I ate all them nuts." He says, "Oh, don't worry, I can't eat them anymore. I just chew the chocolate off first. Yeah, it's yeah. There's a, there's a white and a black grape one. The same the same joke. The same yeah, joke. yeah. <laughs> uh, Karen. <laughs> Karen says, in my old house, there was a strange liquid oozing from the TV. Crikey. Okay, well, already, uh, I don't know how you've got into eating this, but let's, let's, let's uh, what, go on. What <laughs> the, the leap Karen takes, the leap of faith. She says, I couldn't work out what it was, so asked my dad to take a look. He gave it a sniff, no idea. Tasted it, said it. Said That's it what taste- you do, sniff first, taste later, yeah? Said it tasted tangy, still clueless. Mm. Then two days later, I caught my cat peeing in the same spot. Oh, Oh. no. Oh, Oh, no. That isn't right, is it? That's definitely not right. Uh, Lizzie says, went to my posh friend's house as a kid and was amazed that they had a drinking fountain in the bathroom. Turns out it wasn't a drinking fountain and you shouldn't drink it. Oh, Lizzie. But I mean, it would be cleanish, I guess. Suppose, but still. yeah, just keep well away from any taps and stuff. Not worth it. We've no. actually, um, I realised when we were, I was trying to get um, uh, like a filtered water tap when we were oh, doing yeah. all this building work upstairs in our house. So in the middle of the night, you want water, you could just go to the bathroom and get a, yeah. uh, you know, glass of water. Because I don't know how plumbing works, but for some reason, upstairs water is just rank in it. It doesn't taste as nice, does it? Got, What's going got on? More, gone through more pipes, but sat not in much the ta- more pipes. Sat in the tank longer? No, I don't know. it's coming up, isn't it? So maybe yeah. it's sat in I the... I don't know. Yeah, sat in the pipes, I don't know. Why is upstairs water not as nice as downstairs water? Well, yeah. Maybe there's a plumber well, out the there. Maybe why can't you? Why can't you use uh, boiling water from the tap to boil your potatoes or your pasta in? Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I get it in the old days, because you used to have that hot water yeah. tank in the loft with Spain. a and a spider in it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it all goes through <laughs> yeah. a boiler, doesn't it? Always a spider and a brick, wasn't there? Always a spider always, and a brick. Always. <laughs> um, so now what we've gone, this is how posh I am, Steve. Okay. Uh, the, the plumber came out, he said, actually, there's this other thing that you can get, which oh. is just filter water all over your house. Okay. So rather than, he said, it's about the same price as me putting a tap in and yeah. putting something in your, in your boiler to make sure it's filtered water all over your house. Steve, right. I go in the middle of the night to get some water from the tap. It's filtered yeah. water coming out of my bathroom tap. So you're sharing in filtered water and everything Mate, there. 
it's not just showering. I mean, I'm going to the toilet and flushing it away with, with filtered, filtered water. water. Whilst having a chat to your Japanese toilet. Oh, oh the remote control for that turned up yesterday as well. It's a remote control? It's a remote control for my toilet. Can you attach it to Alexa? <laughs> Alexa, watch me backside. <laughs> Alexa, gentler, please. <laughs> uh, it's a new world, Steve. It's a new world, mate. Well, you wait till you have to change a filter in that. That's going to cost you about 400 quid. Yeah, I did think about that, actually. I did say I've got to change How the filter. How long do the filters months. last? <laughs> oh, literally days. Oh. Yeah, maybe that will backfire. <laughs> Seb says, my aunt was eating chocolate. Out the corner of her eye, she saw a crumb of chocolate on the back of her hand. Raised hand to mouth, ate chocolate. Wasn't chocolate, but it was a ladybird. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's like a Bush took a trial, isn't it? Oh, it's really sort of British Bush took a trial. you got to eat three ladybirds <laughs> with chocolate. All right. Easy. Joe Matthews, I once put my used contact lenses in a glass of water because I couldn't be bothered walking to the bin. My daughter drank them. Oh. That's my pet peeve, man. People with, people with contact lenses leave me anywhere. I wake them up mm. just and it stuck to me bum. Well, I, I wouldn't know at 2020 vision, and I still. Yeah, of course you have, yeah. yeah I had we, one for another yeah. test last week. I know you did, I know. He'll go soon. Just He'll go soon. Nah, well, still working there, Specky, so you can keep Mev shut. <laughs> I'm just enjoying it while I can. <laughs> I know my days are numbered, so I'm just enjoying calling people Specky, just while I can. <laughs> I should just took my glasses off then when you said it as well, like, like we were in the same room. Well, yeah. <laughs> Emily Lear says uh, my dad ate a tin of pate on crackers when on holiday in Spain oh, as no, he was I scraping out the last of the pate he yeah. noticed a little picture of a dog on the tin a went picture on of a Google Translate. <laughs> it was dog food yeah it is in a very yeah, similar again, pouch isn't it I it suppose. is and also you know but, but if you're eating pate you know you've already you're, mm. you're so close to eating dog food anyway it doesn't matter does it yeah really? yeah but I mean I don't know if you need a translator there. I mean, pate's pate, isn't it? It's French anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. I mean, if it, you know, I don't know. Well, there is, the, you know, if it there says is Perro a, on it. It's for dogs. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I there is a, a thing that people messaged me from last week actually uh, that said uh, pet food as, as goes through a more sort of stringent. Uh, standards more? process than human food. More, more. Stringent. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I think that's the requirements of pet Facebook. food. It is, does sound like something that someone made up, but that's what I've that's heard. What I read. That, uh, that's your what dog I've food heard. has gone through more. It does. I read it on Facebook. That's what it feels like. I think I did actually read it on Facebook, to be fair. Uh, Jody says, me and my friend once sampled a coffee bean in Costa to quickly realise they weren't real and we just eaten a piece of wood. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting, I'm getting woody textures and and then a varnish shellac. Uh, David Phillips said, "Never had a baby bell before. Who knew you should take the wax off?" Oh, oh gosh! And again, well, you I mean, know these must have seen wax on cheese before. I mean, I know they're their own unit, but cheese and wax—they they've been around for a while. Yeah, but I don't eat the um. You know when you have what's the one? Is it brie? Is that the one in the sort of anything with a white? skin and a rind? And yeah, brie. Yeah, the gone. rind. Lucy yeah. eats the rind. I I'll think. eat it all. I'll eat it all. So I don't, no, I've, I've gone past the point of wondering whether you should or not. 
No, it's not for Jace. I don't think you should eat the rind. Eat the cheese. I mean, in the not middle, solely fine. rind, but if there's no, like, of course, if there's like an inch all of cheese together. on it, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd go but it's not that. rind, is it? It's not when they make the cheese that doesn't form around the cheese. That's been added. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it's all. It's yeah. not like an orange where you're like, oh, I can eat a bit of the orange peel or whatever. If yeah. it's, you know what I mean? It's part of the orange. Well, it's, I wouldn't eat someone's the orange added peel, that though, to the you? cheese. No, I wouldn't, obviously, but I wouldn't eat the bloody rind either. No. Don't no. think you should be eating rind off a of cheese. When you get to the, like, if you've got a Stilton and you've got, like, a really crusty back edge, I wouldn't eat that. Crusty back edge. That, <laughs> that sounds like your name in the future. Crusty back edge. That sounds like yeah. what you got called at school. I might get, <laughs> it I, is. Might, I might get, a, like, a denim jacket, cut the arms off, <laughs> and put, like, an Hells Angels thing on the back and just put crusty back edge. Just, just ride around <laughs> I'm going to Google I've, it. I've only got a push bike. Uh, I'm going to put it, I'm going to Google. Are you supposed to move the rind from... Uh, from a brie okay that's the sort of things we're learning today let's find out it says here can you eat the rind on brie this is presidentcheese.com steve yeah this is the people who make what does he uh, say uh, oh the president oh he's not the president it's the company president yeah 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 Uh, can you eat rind cheese (laughs) can you eat the rind on brie absolutely yes they say keep reading to learn more about succulent brie's bloomy rind you made it sound horrible. That's Bloomy Rind. <laughs> That's your uh, Hells Angel jacket. Bloomy Rind, the crusty back edge. <laughs> uh, it's a white mould called Penicillium candidium. That sounds good for you. Probably does, doesn't it? It's an edible mould, blooms on the outside of the paste and is then patted down over and over again to form the rind. There you are. Oh, so, there you go. It's uh, good for you. There you are. Fill your boots. Oh, yeah, knock yourself out. Samantha says, I thought mum had made me chocolate brownies. Obviously, I pinched one. Turns out they were liver cakes for dog training. Oh. Oh, Liver cakes. That's two words. I mean, they shouldn't go together, should they? Liver cakes? Liver cakes? No. Cakes for livers? That's a a pie, isn't it? No. It's got to be a liver pie. Liver doesn't exist in a cake. No, agreed, agreed. No, no, no. Catherine Gibbon, in a time before COVID. Do you remember that was time, Steve? Mm, can't, not at the moment, can't recall it. No, no, same. Uh, but the local supermarket had ribs on the deli, cooked to try. So my brother-in-law tried some. He thought, there's not much meat on these. Then the assistant brought a new plate and binned what he'd been trying. He just oh, chewing on the bones that had already been eaten. Oh, no. Ah! Oh! People right are, through me, that. People are pigs, aren't they? I mean, we're all pigs. Horrible. There's free food on the side. Absolute we'll gannets. You don't question it. No. Go, Ooh, free food. Like Homer Simpson. Ooh, free food. <laughs> Look at that. I know. Horrible. Absolute scum, the lot of us. Tina, my son some years ago picked up and put in his mouth what he thought was chocolate. It turned out to be mud off his dad's work boot. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Oh, I mean, with kids, that can be... There's all sorts of stuff in your house, isn't there? I had had a moment of a week where... This is disgusting. And you know me when it comes to things that come out of the nose, Steve. I can't deal. No, you can't, can you? Cannot deal. Uh, Like, to a point where, even just talking about it now, I have to really concentrate not to to throw up, yeah. Um, Anyway, I was like, I sort of... (laughs) 
was in the bathroom, and you know sometimes one of yours just pops out your nose and it's on your cheek for no reason. You're like, yeah. what's happened there? Yeah. It was just on my cheek. So I don't know why, but I sort of just wiped it off, and then I <laughs> actually ate it. Still, put it in my mouth. Yeah, it's just the easiest thing. To... And then I, I got the fear. I thought, I don't think that was mine. Oh, I think it's like one of my kids or something. <laughs> yeah, but they're kids, aren't they? Nah, I'm not having that. They're your kids, sort of thing. People yeah. say that all the time. Don't matter when it's your own. It does. It's rank. <laughs> my dad once, when I was a, when I when, when I was a, I was about five, my brother was Colin would have been one, and he was crying so much he had a blocked nose. My dad, oh, over oh, his nose, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, you know what I'm saying? He sucked I it think, out, Steve. I know. I, do you know what? Like I a like I... a like a snake's venom. I think I think I did it to my son when he was really. Ooh, young. Uh, but you can't uh, breathe, can they? They can't breathe through the you know. Let them not breathe then. <laughs> let them not breathe. That's not our fault. That's nature's fault. I am not sucking anything out of anything. <laughs> and that is a rule of life. <laughs> That's your credo, isn't it? On life, I am not sucking anything out of anything. <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Uh, Samantha says, I went camping in America. Very doesn't basic. Doesn't sound good already. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Doesn't really doesn't. A very basic amenities. Yeah. Using the portaloo at night, I thought there was a handy torch holder. Did that for two days before I realised it was a urinal. Mm. Oh, so she was putting like a torch in the... Oh, that's nice. In the urinal. A hammock. Oh, that's handy, isn't it? Ceramic <laughs> hammock. That's sandy, isn't it? I pop that in there. Oh, look, there's a little blue cake there. Oh, I think I like it's, that. yeah. Oh, that's nice. Cakes. <laughs> Never had a blue one. Lindsay Hamilton. <laughs> Lindsay Hamilton says somehow a Domino's garlic and herb dip had made it into the pile of coffee pods. I mistook it for a cappuccino milk pod. Lovely dip, <laughs> but do not try it with hot water. Oh. How do you manage that? Do you not see the logo on the top? I mean, everything is wrong with that. I suppose the first thing in the morning, first thing in the morning, yeah, just put it in there. I'm just going to... And you've probably got to drink it now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll drink it now, I'm here now. Actually quite nice. (laughs) Miranda says, I once sucked what I thought was chocolate from under my fingernails. I was a new mum. I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Nope. No, not for this show. Sorry, Miranda. Absolutely not finishing that sentence. We know. What is wrong with people? Horrible. Leanne, my ex used to make his own vodka. I mean, I can see why he's an ex. Yeah. <laughs> that's not That's not what I want to hear. You, uh, can you help with these dishes? I'm making my own vodka! <laughs> any of my daughters come home and start telling me about their boyfriend who makes his own vodka. Isn't that he... illegal? Well, I think it should be. Sure it is. But he used to keep it in the fridge in a glass bottle, according to Leanne. One day, the cleaner came, assumed it was water, poured herself a glass and downed it in one. It was one of the best and worst days of her working life. Yeah. Did she clean really quickly or really slowly? You could probably use it to clean. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Alexander says, when I met my now-in-laws for the first time, we went to a Japanese restaurant. They were there first and had ordered some edamames. Oh, I can Mm. see where this is going. I nervously had some while we started talking. After three or four, I realised I'd been putting the ones that they'd already eaten in my mouth. Mm. No one said anything. Pretty chewy. (laughs) Not many peas in these. Not not much in them, is there? (laughs) 
No, I Marcia go to Woodhouse. Compare myself at a Japanese restaurant. As you, as oh, you, well know. you know what you're doing in a Japanese you restaurant. You pour friend. your friend's sake for you. It's bad luck to pour your own sake. And I poured bad yours luck. once, remember? I poured you it. You did and pour it was mine. Soy sauce. <laughs> poured it straight into your drink. <laughs> After you. No, no, let me do this, sir. Oh, sorry, man. Just ruin your drink. <laughs> Uh, Marcia says, my husband's uncle once walked into the room and saw a thermometer on the table. He put it in his mouth to take his temperature, only to be told that the last thing it was used for was up the dog's bum. Oh, dogs have got a lot to answer for here, haven't they? They really have, haven't they? Yeah. They really have. Have you seen this in... Have you seen um, that Japan's had a go at, uh, at China? No, what about? About the COVID test. <laughs> because, right, when, you know you've had a COVID test. Where's your COVID test go? Where did they put the thing? What do you mean? Where did they put the test? Where did they put it? They put yeah. it in your mouth. Oh, in your mouth, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, and they put it up your nose, don't nose. they? Nose, yeah. Off. Right, when the Japanese have been arriving in China. Yeah. Anal swab. Can you get the COVID there? Can, Can you get bottom COVID? COVID? I do not know. I mean... But basically, Japan have said, abuse, stop that, doing... Yeah. <laughs> Stop doing anal COVID tests on our citizens, Japan yeah. tells China. That's it's an leaving them with. It? it was literally the headline. Um, it's apparently having a psychological distress uh, yeah. on, which I imagine it would but, do. I mean, much like the nose, I would imagine stimulating the tear gland is very much part of it, <laughs> <laughs> but from a different angle. I mean, it's not do it in the. I, I, also, if I was China as well, I'd be keeping your head down. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'd be keeping your mouth shut and your head down, okay? I don't, I don't want to be in that testing lab where the ones from China turn up. Because no. there's a certain look about them in the test tube, <laughs> and then suddenly, yeah. what's happened here? What's up with that guy's nose? <laughs> oh, no, these are the other ones. What other ones? <laughs> these, these, we just do this to the Japanese. It does seem a bit harsh, doesn't it? Well, a bit harsh. <laughs> uh, Paula says we weren't allowed chewing gum as kids so when I heard my mum coming I spat it across the kitchen she left and I looked for it but I couldn't find it anywhere a couple of days later we were having chips and everyone kept asking why they tasted of mint since my chewing gum had landed in the chip fryer that is such an 80s thing for it to land as well <laughs> <I> <laughs> it know, landed yeah. in the chip fryer <laughs> deep fried chewing gum yum 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 oh. Scott says, once dried myself after a bath with a towel in a shared B&B. Turned out it was the floor mat everyone had been using and I'd rubbed it all over my body. Oh. <laughs> How small was this man <laughs> to think the floor mat was an actual bath towel? It's massive. Oh, horrible. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Now, a few weeks ago, Steve, we had uh, Queeve McDonnell uh, on, a comedian and uh, author, and we were chatting about Stranger Times, his new book. Yes. Um, and we did a little... Uh, we sort of had a guess at some of the stories he was coming up with, whether they were yeah. true or not, right? Now, it was uh, it was uh, such a hit, Steve. It's coming back. Good. And not only is it coming back, we've only got a jingle. Oh, I love a jingle. This is The Stranger Times with C.K. McDonnell. Lovely, cracking jingle. Yes, there we go. Big fan of that, big fan of that. It's proper uh, now, isn't it? 
proper. Go, it feels proper now, and it uh, feels like we're, we're, we've got to do this every week now. Uh, I, I think maybe we'll create some sort of leaderboard, Steve, between ourselves, ourselves uh, see how many we can get right and wrong. Okay, uh, okay. And, uh, and maybe you do that at home as well, guys. Uh, Gweave, morning, how are you? Delighted to be here, and may I say, deeply honoured to have my own jingle. I mean, this is a well, world first for me, it's exciting. It's a pretty big deal here at Absolute, I must say. Uh, your book is out now. Give it, give it a quick plug so we know what we're talking about. Hey, it's called The Stranger Times. It's set in the newspaper in Manchester that reports the weird and wonderful from around the world. It's kind of a sort of fun paranormal thing. If you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, stuff like that, it's a, it's a bit of a laugh. Brilliant. And uh, let me tell you, if you get hold of any of Queeve's books, they're fantastic. So funny. You can imagine he's from a, a comedy background, but also drama, heart, characters, you name it. It's great. One of my favourite, favourite authors. So, we're going to play a little game that we started the other week. You're going to tell us uh, three stories. One of them is false and the other two are true. That is correct. Take it away, Queef. Okie dokie. Story number one. Police in Ohio are looking for a man who rollerbladed on the freeway wearing nothing but the head of a panda costume while swinging a golf club about. A spokesman for the Ohio Department of Transport said there are signs posted at all the entrance ramps this is a safety issue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Could be, couldn't it? Could it be like a, a lost yeah. contestant from The Mass Singer? It could be, yeah. Yeah. Number two, in Sarasota, Florida, a woman whose car was driven through the window of a local pawnbroker's claims it was stolen by the ghost of her ex-husband. Ooh. Margaret Rivers was quoted as saying, Tony was always a mean drunk and he hated that shop for selling his guitar on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> okay. And number three, mm-hmm. police pulled over a car in Washington after a high-speed car chase only to find a pit bull in the driver's seat. The owner, sitting in the passenger seat, explained when arrested that he was trying to teach the dog how to drive. Oh, of course. I've had a oh. drink, so officers of I could He took the keys off me. I'm not going to get them off back off him, am I? <laughs> yeah, he's a pit bull. <laughs> he's a pit bull. Ooh. I knew there was a way of releasing the keys, but I, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> not still be his best friend. Because <laughs> no, then I'm, I'm in a car with a very angry pit bull, and I'd rather he just drove. <laughs> just it drive. was the safest option. <laughs> Okay. So we have got a man on a freeway with a, a panda for a head. We have got a ghost stealing a car and driving it through a through a shop. And uh, and we've also got a pit bull driving a car. Mm. What do you reckon, Steve? Which is the true one? Well, there's two true ones, isn't there? There's Sorry, one false one. I think the, the I think the the porn shop with this game. The porn you are, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> the porn shop. The ghost okay. of her of her ex husband. I think that's true. I think that's you the think sort that's of thing somebody would say. Yeah, yeah. I can also see the pit bull, a, a, a man driving the car from the passenger seat. I don't know. Mm. I think it's the first one. It's the false one. I think guy you think on the, the panda with, head. But, you know, it's a, I think that sounds, shooting in the dark, isn't it, really? It's like everything, though, isn't it? It's like, you know, like Frank Skinner used to say, as long as you say it's in America, everything is believable. Yeah, um, that's the thing. I think the ghost one is the false one. That's the only okay. one I'm certain is true. Oh, right. Oh, funny. There you go. Well, this is how the leaderboard starts, so let's find out. I can tell you the fake one is... It's the ghost one. Uh, Steve, yes. you're way off. I'm afraid Jason's in a 1 0 lead. I could Woo-hoo. definitely see that as an excuse. I thought oh, yeah, that bit. 
I thought that bit, but then him driving through the window because he hated that shop because it sold his guitar. guitar. That makes complete sense. You could probably trace it back through receipts and go, see, you did sell his guitar, he did die. He's furious, he's still furious. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. There you go, Ralph. That's week one done, and that is 1-0 Manford. Yeah, Okay. Queeve, thanks so much for coming on this morning. Uh, the book oh, can, like? be, can be bought in all the places you buy a book. Uh, Stranger Times, it's out now. C.K. McDonald, uh, go and find that. Uh, go and have a little a Google search for that. A lot of people on Twitter, actually, I don't know if you noticed that last time you were on, Queen. A lot of people on Twitter saying they bought it off the strength of you chatting about it after on the show. So make sure you go and get that book now and uh, let us know what you think. Now, you might have seen the second episode uh, of uh, the Stand Up to Cancer show uh, that I did uh, very recently uh, on Channel 4. It's on the uh, All 4 player and all that sort of stuff. Well worth watching. It was the final when all the celebrities that we were teaching how to do stand up, uh, Baroness Varsi and uh, uh, Sean Ryder, all did their comedy set and it was um it was something else wasn't it steve it was a yeah special <laughs> it made, certainly made stand-up look harder than it, than it actually is <laughs> which was your intention in the first place yeah, exactly yeah. back on celebrities yeah. proper job <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the other mentors on the show joins us this morning the always very funny uh, Zoe Lyons morning Zoe morning how you doing I'm well how are you <laughs> I'm alright mate have you recovered from your short oh rider experiences I mean <laughs> the most infuriating time of my life actually for some of it and just hilarious as well so beautiful yeah, it, to watch it was good telly it was good telly you sort of got um I would say you had a bit of an easy ride in a way with your yes with maybe yes I mean Kate was brilliant and because she's a you know she's an actress and she she took direction very well she really yes. did yes <laughs> yes and I think that's because I wore a, a, a black polo deck at one point I really got into that directorial role yeah that um, does help <laughs> yeah she did listen so yes possibly brought different skill sets to to the uh, show than 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 uh, Sean was a. Uh, uh, Supplying, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And I mentioned earlier on, uh, very exciting this week, isn't it? Because we actually got to do an actual stand-up comedy gig in a comedy club to oh, real-life people with no amazing. masks on. I know it was lovely, oh. wasn't it? I felt quite emotional. I really did yeah. feel quite emotional. I've missed it so much, but I don't think I, I realised quite how much until I got on stage and there were. You know, people there, obviously in this sort of, yeah. you know, COVID-restricted bubble situation. But, oh, yeah. what a joy. I know. And I mentioned earlier on that it was all COVID secure and all. You can check that later before you start complaining on Twitter. Um, but it was um, it was great fun. It's It starts tonight. It's called Funny Festival Live. It's on BBC Two. And it's just a little comedy club in uh, South London. And we all did a gig. Oh my gosh, it was so yeah. much fun! But I actually, I had to start again. Actually, I, I went, I came out onto stage, yeah. and I was a bit like a, a deer in the headlights. I was a bit like, oh, oh, oh. and I had to just take a moment and go, guys, I'm going to have to do that again. I'm afraid because I, I don't know. I, I've actually forgot what I'm doing. Did you feel like you sort of lost some of your your edge, some of your oh, skills? Definitely. I mean, definitely because you 
you know, when when we are gigging or touring, it's every night, bang, 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 yeah, bang, yeah, bang, yeah. bang, 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 bang. And it's like a muscle, isn't it? And it is like being it's like being an athlete. And it's I've really I often say that. Steve agrees, don't you, Steve? <laughs> yeah, you often yeah, yeah, athlete, yeah. Definitely. I mean I don't know what sort of athlete. I'm thinking more field than track, but um it's <laughs> But it is a definite skill and it's a definite yeah. it's a muscle thing in your brain and in your, and in your bones. And if you haven't done it for a while, yeah. Yeah. Well, Steve, you used tricky. to do stand-up comedy. Well, that's what we were saying earlier. On. I, was, I remember yeah. when I used to do it, and if I'd have like a cup, like even a couple of weeks off yeah. between gigs, then that's when the nerves start going back because you go, yeah. oh, I've, "I've forgotten how to do this." And you, yeah. you, when you're doing it every night, you don't have that, do you? But like, no. have, have a year off and then have to mm. do a gig. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. It really it's lovely was. though. What I'm finding though is that anything that I do at the moment, if it does have any sort of audience, be it on Ray, you know, on Zoom or you know. Mm. Um, they're so appreciative. They are. They're so appreciative. Yeah. The mm. the, the cynicism and <laughs> has gone out of audiences, and it's still, it's it's a very nice experience. It's sort of like it's it so buoys you up. It's yeah. wonderful. I know what you yeah. mean. It's I'm, I'm, it sort of did make me think. Oh, I can't wait. My tour kicks off in September, yeah. and I'm just like I can't wait now. Can't wait. What about you? Have you have you got a tour planned? I didn't. Do you know what? Because I learned pretty early on in this, I couldn't take just one disappointment after another. So I've mm. got absolutely nothing. I've got <laughs> this year is almost easy for me to deal with because I have absolutely nothing to look forward to. Whereas last year <laughs> I had I had lots in the diary, and as, as one thing after another went, I was like. This is a really horrible game of disappointing yeah. dominoes. So yeah. I've got <laughs> I've got nothing, so they can't take anything away from me. And I feel like I'm, I'm in a much better place with that on the horizon. Yeah. That's yeah. the way to do it. That's a very British way of doing it, definitely. It's always going to stick with us. It's always going to stick with us for a little while here on Absolute Radio. Tonight, uh, the Funny Festival Live kicks off on BBC Two. Uh, I host uh, the first episode, and it's very, very funny. It's a lot, a lot of laughs, and uh, nice to do an actual gig in a comedy club. On Thursday, is episode. It's on every night this week. On Thursday's episode at ten o'clock, you can see Zoe Lyons. Who's on your episode, Zoe? Uh, I'm on with um, uh, Catherine Bohart, Tim Renko, and uh, Nabil is uh, hosting. And oh, great! Um, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was I very... was. I start. I've started. Uh, I've started. Nobody. I shouldn't be telling you this. I've started calling the show uh, Woke Live. Um, because... <laughs> because of the diversity of bills, yes, because of that, and also when I looked at the lineup I, for the first time in my career, and obviously this is a great thing that this this can happen now, is I am the only <laughs> white straight male I... on the show. Like, when does that ever happen? I was like, oh. I'm stood there just thinking, oh my god, this is what everybody else has been feeling like. But we are. I, uh... I do consider myself, uh, you know, a, a white straight male uh, ally. So you've very much got my. <laughs> You've got my support, you know. We You're always you. in our corner, aren't you? Always fighting your cause, fighting your corner. It's about Absolutely. time someone gave white, single, straight, straight males uh, yeah, yeah, a voice. Yeah, yeah, we're there for you, mate. Love, I Thanks, love what mate. you do, yeah. <laughs> it would be weird for two of us to be on, because you'd be like, what would we talk about? Wouldn't we end up talking about the same thing? Uh, no, yeah, you know I mean? exactly. So, yeah, yeah, that would just that, yeah. You couldn't have that. Yeah, you couldn't have that. You couldn't have you that. Just but that's sort of play our... football together. But that was <laughs> that was people's attitude back in the day when that's I when I like, started. Yeah, you yeah. could have two women on the build and just go off shopping together. I mean, I think I <laughs> it, it was I got so used to being the only woman on a build that you yeah. know. 
yeah, it's it's. But it does uh, that. It's the same thing. You get black comics on. Um, you know, you you wouldn't have two uh, black comics on the same bill. You wouldn't have no. two uh, gay comics on. Two, like you said, no. two females on. But for some reason, you could have four. Eighty-four. Eighty-four straight blokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so weird, isn't it? So weird. It's great that it's sort of flipped round like that, and uh, you know, and, and these and these these gigs show you, you know, funny is funny. It don't yeah, matter where it's funny. coming from, and like. it's got to sort of represent. The population, you know, it, yeah, you know, yeah. the population oh, is diverse. Is, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, there's like a bloody Benetton advert tonight. Like, <laughs> I've been watching this next couple of days. One, one of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Like, holding hands across the world. Like, remember, it's great. Bottle of Coke. No, it's, it's re- <laughs> What's that? With a bottle of Coke. <laughs> I'm like coming in on a hillside. I'd like to teach the world to sing. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, it's five consecutive nights uh, starting uh, tonight, uh, and it goes through to uh, to uh, Zoe's episode on uh, Thursday. Uh, what about your quiz show? That's just finished as well, isn't it? Lightning. That, yeah, that finished on uh, BBC Two. Uh, that finished uh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, yeah, it was it, it did really well. So I'm really pleased with it. I was very proud of it Brilliant. actually because I'd never hosted Good. a quiz show before, and it's. It's quite a tricky thing to do. Um, yes. You know, uh, it was only when I got into the studio that I realised nobody's actually asked me whether I can do this and I can't. Because <laughs> 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 you audition for these things and you sort of go through them. And they, nobody just yeah. said, you know, have you done auto cue? Da, 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 da. Yes, of course, went, oh, yeah. Maybe I should have mentioned this, but, you know, let's give it a go. <laughs> um, be fine. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly That's enjoyed good. it. So That's good. Hopefully, so hopefully, hopefully that comes back then. Hopefully point. we'll get to strike again. Yeah. So I'm about to film mine. I've got a new one called Unbeatable, which uh, kicks off um, over the summer. And we I filmed that, uh, in fact, in a couple of weeks. I go to Glasgow, we're filming 50 episodes. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Of this thing. Back to about four episodes a day for three weeks. Bam, bam, bang. And yeah. um, and I've obviously, I've sort of done, you know, I've done Saturday night stuff. I've done uh, game shows of an evening. Um, but what I've not done is a daytime sort of, it's going on BBC One in that sort of pointless slot while uh, those boys have a little break. And um, have, what, have you learned anything from it after watching it back, after getting feedback off it? Did you learn anything from it that you can give to me when I go into it? Well, you're doing four shows a day. Mm. Lightweight. Ah, uh, five shows a day, <laughs> really? Lions. You're looking at five oh, shows a day, Lions. Wow. What Fair I would to say to you is wear a comfortable shoe, which anybody who knows me knows that the sort of footwear I favour anyway. Uh, it's right. there. And, um, <laughs> and uh, you, you will be exhausted, Jason. You will be... Uh, I had a little cry we're at, at one we're point. At, yeah. We're athletes. We're athletes. Yeah, we are athletes. Yes, I've forgotten. Yes, we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, try and pronounce the people's names properly. That was the thing I always had a problem with. <laughs> right. So people's name. I very much gone. Can they make sure they have name badges on? I am not remembering oh, yeah. all these. We names. had massive name badges. They were practically yeah. sort of yeah. They were practically laminated in their own sort of name badge. Uh, yeah, I can't even remember my own kids' names. I'm not going to remember no. a stranger that I've just met who went out in round one. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's not going to happen. And that's uh, their well, fault for not being noteworthy, not your fault. So, yeah, you know, put <laughs> it Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> so a comfy shoe and you're going to be tired. All right, I yeah. look forward to that. Great. <laughs> so, we, uh, well, best of luck with this year. I hope when it all comes back, you stick a tour in because it's always a delight to see you, uh, oh, in, you your, uh, in your in your home environment. Uh, lots of love. Take care. Take care, my love. Bye-bye. Matters. Thanks for joining us this morning on Absolute Radio. Hope we made you chuckle for a couple of hours. Uh, have a lovely rest of your Sunday. What are you doing today, Steve? 
Um, I don't know. I think I might uh, try and cut my own air again. I think. Yeah, I mean, good time. It's not f- not far off them opening again, but too far off because I look like Dickie Davis. <laughs> I love it. Good reference there for the yeah, for the for kids. The kids. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow, enjoy tomorrow. Happy back to school day, Steve. Yes. I'll ring you at five past nine. Yeah. Okay. And, we'll get. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll do a Zoom party. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, if you hey, if you're stuck in with nothing to do tonight, i.e., that's everybody. Uh, make sure you flick on BBC Two at ten pm, where I'm doing a bit of stand up with uh, some great new acts uh, who you might not have seen yet. Uh, Jade Adams, uh, Judy Love, who I mean, you'll have seen them, but Toussaint uh, Douglas as well, who's very very funny. So that's uh, Funny Festival Live on BBC, and it's on every night this week uh, on BBC Two. Me and Steve will be back. Same time, same place, next week, here on Absolute Radio.